Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Friday morning, big weekend in front of us, and it starts with our feature presentation, A Visit with Gene Valentino. The Velvet Hammer is in the building. Hey, good morning. And good morning to you. Velvet Hammer here from Studio Charlie. <laughs> That's right. Studio Charlie, we're glad to have you here. All right, so, you know, you, you and I talked yesterday. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. I mean, the... the uh, I guess the discussion out here is very rich. The Biden administration gives us plenty to talk about. A couple of things that sort of stand out this week. First of all, I'd like to just ask you a question, and, you know, I'd, I'd like an honest answer from you. Is there a safe way to smoke crack or meth? Sure. The answer is <laughs> no. The answer is no. And just like that, Michael, crack is now safer than ivermectin. Exactly. You can get you can get you can get ivermectin uh, uh excuse me, you can get crack quickly and safer than ivermectin because our government says let's uh coddle the poor souls that have been abusing in the streets and destroying our cities and towns and villages. If we're not shipping them into the villages and outlying areas let's just give them more crack in those tents on the side of the street what's gone wrong you know gene i gotta ask you this what kind of demented mind actually looks up and says you know we need to get a a, a smoking kit for these people that are hooked on drugs so that they can do it in a safe way and so that we can get them places that they can do these without being harassed by police or others, and, you know, give them a smoking... I mean, what kind of demented mind thinks this kind of stuff up? I, I don't understand. the. It's the inconsistency of justice. It's the instant inconsistency of care. We turn our backs on the uh, uh, tsunami of people coming in over the border in the south and now a little bit over from the north in the Canadian uh, border near New Hampshire and Vermont, and then we open up our hearts to give a, a, a class one felony drug, cocaine, to and crack to these drug addicts sitting in the street just to stave off any problems of crime. Crime's gone up over 35% in New York City alone in the last month. Uh, here's what I do know. Inflation's gone up over 7.5%. But your pay has only gone up maybe 5%, on average, that is. And are you going to tell me that's not a tax? That yeah. is a tax. That is a tax, if not imposed by Congress, by the bad policy decisions steering the attention of whatever we have in our checkbook to ills and not taking care of those contributors to our society. And how about our good friends up in Canada uh, who, are, who, are, who have just had enough? They are really people with intestinal fortitude to come out boldly and say, I'm not wearing the damn mask. 
period. And, oh, by the way, it's none of your business uh, whether I took a vaccination or not. The emperor has no clothes. Uh, that's what we are seeing now in Canada, and I think it scares the hell out of Justin Trudeau. And Biden administration, because the ripple effect is now a potential blockage through from the east to the west coast of the United States. It's what's underway right now. Hey, look, 56% of the people of the United States approve of nothing this guy Biden has done. That's never been a that's never been a statistic in our American history. I have seen uh, over the last day or so that his approval ratings are the lowest in modern history for a president. And I mean he's even lower than Jimmy Carter. So I mean what does that say about this guy and his administration and what people think about him? The way he talks and speaks is a riddle a riddle of incoherent statements and sentences that have no meaning. I, I listened to him earlier this morning. He, he I, I tried to honestly understand what he was saying. I, I couldn't hear a complete English language sentence that had any meaning. Yeah, you know, I, I, it, it, well, we laugh, but bad. go ahead. I'm sorry. And here's what's really bad. Sleepy Joe sends Kamala to Europe to worry about a Ukrainian border with people who are not totally in bed with the NATO alliance, but there's no time or willingness to protect our own border. Our border is has fallen apart. Our Constitution says that one of the reasons why the federal government exists is to protect our borders. They have not even come close to trying to protect our borders. In fact, they are doing quite the opposite. They have let our borders come completely open and allow anyone to come into this country at any time they choose. It's the beginning of the end if we don't fix it right away. And we need to understand something a little bit more pervasive. While we worry about protecting the borders, the inner health and well-being of the citizens of this United States needs to be handled with the same passion, vim and vigor, at the same tempo in parallel. There is no reason why, and I'm not a doctor, but I don't give a hoot. There's no reason why a, a patient uh, cannot receive a prescription of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Why are so many doctors, hey doctors out there, speak up. Why are you not prescribing ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine when it's a cheaper and more uh, logical remedy? I've been quick to discount my lack of knowledge uh, of medicine. But if there's a pattern here that's too pervasive. You just don't prescribe it at all. I have friends of mine right here in town that were just prescribed uh, that were just diagnosed with COVID, with pneumonia. They couldn't get ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, but a, a bum on the street can get crack cocaine? Yeah. I'm done. It, <laughs> well, Democrats are scrambling now to reverse course on this COVID-19 restrictions that they've had on us because, well, follow the science comes second to follow the poll numbers, right? <laughs> 
we had better realize that when you're studying those poll numbers and finally realize how serious this mess is, China will be in your bed, in your pockets, and in your mind. There's no doubt that China, they have a long-term plan to basically rule the world. I mean, that's the Chinese plan. And they don't think in terms of four-year elections. They, they think in terms of hundred-year periods. And yeah. we, are, we are being subject to the, the, the Chinese whims at this point. I mean, they are absolutely smarter than us because they plan, they attack, and they do it in a way that people don't even realize it's happening. That's correct, Michael. There are so many things to tackle at the same time. One of the things is what's been talked about, and that's in the voting booth. We talked last week about uh, finding an altern- uh, finding a replacement for Nancy Pelosi. Hey, there's an African-American lady that has really got my attention. She, her name is Shukri Abdi-Rahman, and she is a Republican out of Minnesota. She's an Army veteran that is running against U.S. Congresswoman Representative Ilan Omar. Oh, yay. Wow. She spent three years in a concentration camp in Somalia. She's, um, she says Omar does not represent most Africans, most women, or Muslims that respect America. She came out, and she, this, this woman is a hero. She has really done some admirable things as an Army veteran and now wants to serve our nation. I couldn't think of a better immigrant legal immigrant to be a representative of me and this democracy get check her out folks her last name is abdi raw spell it a b d i r a h m a n shukri abdi rahman and uh and that's in the state of uh, minnesota republican for congress against omar i'm certainly Uh, i'm certainly tickled about that I hope that rises up all over the place. And um, this is what our democracy is. It's a nation. We are a nation of immigrants. That's why we've succeeded. But, boy, we are also a nation of laws, damn it. Get, follow the law. And what bothers me most of all is the very people we're electing are violating the law. You're and exactly Instead of... I'm sorry. No, you're you're exactly right, and I think that uh, you know wh- what we're seeing here is is a is a pushback from the American people. You've got to have good candidates to run against these people like Ilhan Omar, I, is, if that's how you say her name. I mean, she is as anti-American as you can get, and of course, we know them from uh, commonly called the Squad, which includes uh, Sandy Cortez from New York, who is an anti-American. Uh, she's an American hater, and she she hates the system, and she hates everything about this country. And so we don't need those kind of people in Congress. We need people to run against them. I don't know if anybody's running against her, but this is the kind of thing that needs to happen to give people a true choice between America haters and America lovers. America's only one click away of being lost and only one click away from being more beautiful than it was so we can hand off to our children something better than we, we received. And it's incumbent upon all of us to 
to make this place a better nation. We deserve it. It's a, it's the world's best kept secret. That's why they're piling in here. But don't change uh, to our culture, our manner, and our ways to autocratic rule. Uh, maintain and preserve the very democracy that has them running here in the first place. There's always been a move in this country since the progressive era back in the nineteen early 1900s, the progressive era that gave us senators that were not elected by the local states. They were instead popularly elected. The same progressive movement that gave us the income tax, which we never had in this country, and they, the founding fathers were totally against that. And you see what has happened since then. That's just two examples of the uh, first progressive wave in this country. They, they changed a lot of things in our Constitution that have made the federal government much more powerful and much more difficult to rebuke. If you go against the federal government, you, your life can be made miserable. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't understand it, but we have we have so many um, issues to deal with at the same time. But, you know, while I was listening to you talk just now, it all it reminds me about that proposed 28th Amendment again, Michael. We need to get back to a system of voting that protects the integrity of the vote itself. So you have the confidence and trust in the system and the person being voted in. Otherwise, you're going to scratch your head and say, who the heck was thinking about Alec, uh, Eric Casio-Cortez, AOC, uh, being a legitimate representative of the people? Ilan Omar. Um, Nancy Pelosi has seen her day. Chuck Schumer worried about um, uh, AOC running against him as U.S. Senate senator. Uh, all of a sudden, the door's swinging back. And getting caught in the swing back are all these crazy Democrats that went in, went out on a limb to try to impeach Trump for charges that were much less than than those uh, we've seen against um, Hunter Biden. And how come the media, with such little attention, ABC News, only 57 seconds last year on Hunter Biden, CBS News, only 60 seconds. And NBC News, 191 seconds. Hey, I got an idea. Instead of sending um, Vice President uh, Kamala Harris to Europe, Joe Biden ought to send his son back there. <laughs> Collect a million dollars from the Ukraine. Well, he's got better dealings going on with those folks than Kamala. That's true. Hey, we're out of time. That's the music playing, Gene. Thank you for joining us. I hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. Have a good one. You too. Talk to you next week. 7.30, bottom of the hour. We're back with the forecast after the news. Well, I know what you're doing.